The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi. Welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Kapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Today, let's talk about our animal friends. You know, we, we may have soul companions who are so close that we've spent so much time with. Well, animals, they just open our hearts and they play such a big role in terms of our spiritual growth and development and just relaxing emotionally. Very often in a family where there's been the passing of a child, the, the remaining siblings who are here on the earth plane might not know where to put their emotion. They might really just feel, if they're old enough to be perceiving it, that they shouldn't be bugging their parents. They shouldn't be asking people. They know there's a lot of emotion going on. They're feeling the loss too, and very often they have nowhere to put their emotion. So very often it's channeled in from those who have passed to make sure that they have alone time with the dog or to get them a dog if they don't have a dog. You know, it's so easy to release so much of our emotion with an animal because they won't go telling stories and they won't judge us. And um, they're pretty vulnerable themselves the way they're domesticated and hanging around our house. So they welcome our vulnerability as well and allow it and actually do vibrate with it. We have a house full of cats at the moment. They literally will vibrate. They'll purr. And you can just see the healing that's happening for the person or the child or the grown-up who needs to release some pain. Dogs are really interesting with this. From what I've channeled in, they come in and they love to talk about how they were there for us, that they literally wanted to absorb, lift our lower vibrations, our grief vibrations, not negative vibrations, just lower grieving, sadness. Ah, here comes the kitty. I don't know if you'll hear the kitty, but the kitty's meowing. But dogs will literally want to absorb that energy and transform it. They are alchemists. They will transform it into a higher vibration and let it go. Once in a while, dogs will pick up on some of our 
whatever's going on for us. They might be a little neurotic or they might have finicky things like we do. They often imitate our behaviors. But when it comes to the spiritual stuff, they do have access. They tend to see. Dogs will look and, oh, this is so often in channeling, this will come through as um, a signal system. One, one young man, he talked about that the dog would stand at the bottom of the stairs, look up the stairs when nobody was on the stairs or at the top of the stairs, and bark, bark, bark. And he would go on the stairs and lure the dog over. And he said he didn't do the kitchen for biscuits. He didn't do the door for wanting to go out. He literally would pull the dog somewhere where there would not be any other enticement or habit that had an enticement. And so the dog would be barking at Ryan and jumping around and playing with him and wanting to, you know, play back. And Ryan, this young man who went out of body in an accident in a car when he was 16 years old, he loves to play with the family and and call the dog over to let them know, especially if there's a TV show he likes, he lets them know he's there. Who is the conduit for the greeting? It's the dog who barks up the stairs, so now they know. Cats are really interesting as well. Um, I just finished a Zoom meeting where there was meditation, and, you know, there's at least one to three cats on top of me when this happens. They love that vibration. They love meditation. They love going deep. The minute I'm channeling or just going to that place, that zone, they're on top of it. Watch them. They will seek you out. And their behavior is so different from dogs, but they serve a beautiful purpose. Of course, their main purpose being magnificent and and gorgeous creatures, just like we are. But there's a symbiotic relationship that we can share with them, and we help each other. They know things. Yes, they do. Watch where your cats and dogs are looking. Watch what they're doing. Pay attention right now to stop, take a breath. And think about favorite people out there. And if you have the feeling to do so, think about your favorite animals. Maybe they're in body. Maybe you have one you love that's out of body. Take another deep breath. Relax your shoulders. And just think of the love shared with that soul companion. Okay, there are a lot of other things. There might be chewed up rugs. There might be, our cats like to chew on wires. There's lots of things going on. We have to allow them to be kitties and doggies the same way kids have to be kids, even though we know when they come in, they can see the out-of-body people that they were spending time with before they came in. So they're looking up and over our heads, smiling and communicating with them. And it's magnificent. And we know that they're going to engage with the earth plane, but they're closer to having that vision and understanding it. And they're so close to the source, and they're still looking up, and of course they're distracted and learning the language. I've come to understand through channeling that for probably all of us, and I might have mentioned this before, energy is really the first language before any spoken word. And so, you know, it's interesting. We're just learning how cats, you know, domestic cats, they really don't communicate with each other. With meowing, they might hiss. But they learned to meow to communicate with us. And there were studies done where they will actually imitate a child or a baby because they know how they want to reach out and they use their instrument to the best of their abilities. And it opens our heart. 
and it connects with us. And there's something so interesting with them not learning the spoken word. They don't have that distraction. It's all about the emotion. It's all about the energy. It's all about them feeling us, and they can. Animals love to come back. Their life expectancy is so much shorter than ours. So we can have an animal come back three, four, even five times in our lifespan in this vehicle, in our bodies now, and they will come back to us. How do they find us? It's amazing. They know how to. They do. It must be just the same way it is for people. That vibration, when people are part of our soul family and they're looking to come in, whether they're coming through through natural birth, whether it's surrogacy, even through adoption, the soul knows where to come and they will find their way with the help of the networking of the souls that are out there and helping them align for the new life that they're planning to have, where to come in, who to bless, possibly with additional expansion and communication, whether there's surrogacy or adoption, coming to the soul family which is where they're intending to go. Well, animals do the same thing. They're not far from us. They're not lost. The way we don't like to say that we've lost someone, of course they're lost to us on the physical plane when the body is gone, but they're not lost to us in the spiritual plane. And so we can feel our out-of-body animals, our animal pals, the same way we can feel our out-of-body loved ones. They're loved ones too. And they like to come back to us. And they will actually channel in very often and talk about how they would like to come back. Would they like to be bigger or smaller? Were they too big and they wanted to sit on your lap? Did they want to be able to jump on the couch, but they were too tiny and they couldn't do it? They will come in and describe what they feel is the most appropriate for the next life. But what they already know is who they're planning to have that next life with. If we're not in a position to take in another animal, they will stay with us out of body. They're our soul companions. It's interesting. We had, um, and still have, he's out of body now, a kitty named Edgar. E-D-G-R-R-R-R-R. Edgar. And he, oh my goodness, he was such a soul companion. He was really attached to me, my little soul kitty. I realized he was um, the same kitty the first cat I ever really bonded with, our next-door neighbors, when I was pretty small, our next-door neighbors moved away and they left their cat, as people tended to do back then. It was an outdoor cat, and it became our cat. Um, Tiger, nicknamed Puss Puss, for those of us who couldn't really pronounce words yet. And I realized Edgar had such similarities and would look at me, and I really could feel that same vibe. He's an interesting cat. He's a wonderful cat. And um, he was here in body during the growing through the cancer adventure and all of that treatment. And um, he would do wondrous and amazing things. And just letting me know how much he cared. He would gingerly jump up, place his paw without touching just a, a breath away, a whisker away from wherever an incision would be from surgery, and he'd look into my eyes, he knew, and then he would snuggle next to me and just be there. Well, he's out of body now, and um, it's been a couple of years, and we have a house full of cats, so we might wait a while, and we don't have dogs at the moment. Um, our dogs are out of body, so I'm sure they'll be coming back soon too. But this kitty, we're in a situation where we had 
we were away from home and having some health challenges. And even though we were 3,000 miles away from home, I could feel Edgar. And I could feel him next to me. I could sense him. And then I could feel his body weight lean against me. Yes, even though he's out of body. And I found myself stroking him in just the open air. And you might think I'm crazy if you were to watch me from across the room. But I knew he felt it. And I knew he was present. And I talked to him. And he's just there letting me know he's there. And that, you know, his, his support was there, especially through a health crisis. And I'm very excited about his coming back. and. I also know that we don't have to worry about the timing. When the other kitties maybe are a little older or there's a doggy, they let us know. They always let us know. Well, why is it that we're not inviting Edgar in right away? So the house full of kitties, our daughter, if you've, if you've read Love is Greater Than Pain, I talk about this. Our daughter has two soul kitties, one passed, oh, about, whew, about 20 years ago, and one about seven, eight years ago. Oh, more than that, actually, because these new kitties are seven, eight years old. So it was a while back. They were both both out of body, and, and they would channel in once in a while. She would ask about them. And they said, well, the, the one that had been out of body the longest would come in first to have more alone time with Sarah, and then the other one would come in. The next time we channeled them, they said, you know, they were having such a grand time together out there that they were going to come in as siblings. So that was pretty nice. They also told us that they wanted to be fancy, fancy, long-haired cats. Yes, they do shed. Um, I didn't think of that um, when I was asking them, but I didn't ask. They told us what they wanted to be. So they said they would be fancy, long-haired cats. They also said that they would be offered to us and that they would be rescues, which is the way to get into our house, of course. And um, so that, that happened a couple of times. And then one day on Facebook, a picture popped up. And it was a picture of a kitty, and it was just looking off to the side, and it was one of these organizations looking for a home for a kitty. And I immediately thought, oh my God, I know that cat. That's my husband's soul cat. That cat's been out of body, God, over 20 years. I just knew it. I just felt it. And I thought, oh boy, we still had dogs in the house and cats. And I thought, okay, just let it go. Let it go. The next day, these kitties, doggies, they are persistent even if we don't get it. Don't worry if you don't get it right away because that's what happened here. A friend called up and said her next-door neighbor was fostering a cat and its kittens. And I thought, couldn't be, couldn't be. It was. It was the same kitty that had popped up. So we went over and the cat, the mommy cat, immediately went to my husband, Harry, and was all over him. And if you ever want to see a love affair, this cat, who is now Goldie and Harry, it's, it's a little wild, but this cat is all over him and snuggling with him every day. And um, he was telling me how it was so great that cat waits until he opens his eyes and doesn't wake him up in the morning. And I just caught them recently, where she's standing in front of him while he's asleep. Meow, 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 a little poke, a little poke. Meow. And then she sits and waits. He opens his eyes and he thinks that she didn't do anything. At any rate, so that's Goldie, but Goldie had five kittens, and three of them survived. They all got pretty ill, and three of them survived, and um, two of them were exactly, exactly what had come in, what these kitties channeled in, in terms of what they would look like, a male and a female. So 
<laughs> I then channeled in that the boy would come up first and then the girl, because the boy had been out longer and wanted to establish that that's who he was. So we called Sarah to come and Sarah came to see the kitties and sat down and the boy kitty approached first, then the girl, exactly as they had talked about. Did we arrange this here on the earth plane? Certainly not. I mean, there were quite some wonderful synchronicities. You know, the Facebook picture, my friend calling up. But think about it. Did we work and go looking for these kitties? We knew they were going to come in when they were ready, just like I know that Edgar will when the time is nigh. But we didn't have to worry about it. We didn't have to do the network. I mean, it's nice to have people and friends you know that do rescue and all that kind of thing, but we can all network and let people know or just go to the local, you know, animal rescue and you'll feel it. You'll know. But the thing is, even if you don't do that or don't have access to do that, they will be presented to you. It really is remarkable. So these two kitties, Sarah's little soul kitties, their personalities are so exact. And it's interesting because what we've channeled in, and Sarah's channeled this in about the kitties too, I, I believe with animals and with people, there's always a piece of us. We're, we're not disenfranchised, but rather expanded, where there's a bit of our consciousness up there that has access to everything. And um, Sarah's pointing out that she feels it isn't just a direct, you know, one kitty jumps out of one body and jumps into the other kitty. It's not like a horror movie. It isn't like possession, of course. But there's also other things, different, different backgrounds, different experiences, just like people who are coming into the body again. There's everything they've learned that there's that time in between and there's that soul time and they get to spend time with their animal pals and family and with us. It is a very, very common thing when I channel for the person who's out of body to hold up their, their favorite animals and even their least favorite animals that they might have fought with and they're friends with now. Somebody out there is laughing and said, put that in. I think we have a couple of grumpy grandpas who, who acted like, well, I could take it or leave it. And then the doggies out there, the kitties out there, and it's like, look, look. They get to hug them out there too, the way we get to hug them here. It's just spreading the love and spreading the joy. So next time you're snuggling up with your animal pals, and again, I don't mean to limit it just to doggies and kitties, you know, horses, oh my goodness, what's going on with horses and therapy, the beauty and the understanding Animals, oh, there's a purring kitty kind of come walking around right right now and just purring and meowing. They love this energy. And, and those of you who are into animals, you know the feeling of when, when somebody you love, a doggy, a kitty, whoever, an iguana, <laughs> a birdie on your shoulder, snuggles in and just feels like home. They feel like they're home. You feel like you're home. That feeling of just that knowingness. And they know us so well beyond the words. And isn't that what the soul does? And it raises our vibration. Animals, it's, it's amazing how, what conduits they are helping to raise us up. So one couple that I channeled for, her husband had passed. His name is Bill, and he passed. And he was very concerned about her becoming a bit of a recluse and um, not leaving the house much. And he said, you know, you need dogs. You're going to get dogs. And she said, what am I going to do with dogs? She had never had dogs. I don't, want, I don't want dogs. He said, do you trust me? She said, of course I do. He said, 
I'm going to have, you don't even have to go look for them. They will be presented to you. Trust me, take them. You need to take them as a favor to me in order to help you. Please take them. She threw her hands up in the air and she says, I think he's crazy, but I trust him. She gives me a call a few days later. Somebody called her and she had two pugs and the owner couldn't take care of them anymore. They were brother and sister and um, they were still pretty young. And could she possibly take them or foster them? And she was like, oh no, this is just too crazy. So she took them. So Patty and the pugs. So she takes them and I get a call a few weeks later and she said, well, you tell Bill I listened to him, but I have a bone to pick with him. He's, it's, I, this is amazing. They're just, so we got together and we had another session and Bill was laughing and laughing. He says, before we even start, the girl acts crazy. She chases her own tail, even though she can't even see it, I'm sure. But then she runs right up to the front door and barks at it when nobody is there. When you open the door, she doesn't want to go out. She just barks and barks and barks at the door. The brother will amble over and lay there as if something is going on, but is not embarking on trying to, you know, create anything, but is just watching the sister go wild. So Bill said, you know, when she does that, I'm at the door and I'm also luring you. Picture me luring you out the door. You're going out now, aren't you? And she just started to laugh and cry at the same time. She said, oh, Bill, I didn't leave the house. He said, you are now. You're going to the dog park. You didn't like it at first, but now you're noticing the sun and the air and the flowers and the trees, and your vibration is coming up. And you still miss me, and you're still mad as hell, and you're still yelling at me for for passing. I know, I know, I hear you. But the dog, those dogs are literally getting you out of the house. And the other thing is, they're making you laugh. She said, oh my God, I must laugh a hundred times a day. They're so crazy. They roll over each other. And the antics, they think they're seals and they're jumping around. And Bill just stops and says, do you see the wisdom? I want my arms around you, but I'm out of body now. I'm wrapped around you. My energy is wrapped around you. But you need some help on the physical plane. Yes, on the physical plane, even while you grieve, to raise your vibration and to connect you. And so in the next few years, this is a couple of years ago already, whenever they talk, Bill laughs and he says, so about those dogs. And Patty will say, oh my God, a man came up to me and he had the same kind of dog and we laughed and we chatted and we... And Bill laughs, and he says, yep. You see, she did not have to worry about finding them. He helped with that. He got the word out there, but if she had never channeled, he'd still get it out there. She would have gotten the wave. He would have hugged her. He would have poked her. Those dogs would have looked her in the eyes the way that Sarah's kitties looked her in the eyes, and she knew who they were. Even if she didn't know them, before in another life, even if it's the first time around, the first rodeo for these doggies with her, he, Bill, would have found a way to bring them in. He networks out there with people. He networks out there with the animals. He says that they're doing this all the time with all of us. If you don't have someone to channel for you, it doesn't mean it's not happening. They're doing everything they can to raise us up and to help us. And you know, 
There's an army of sacred pals out there, fuzzy pals, some not so fuzzy, who love to be with us, and they grow and expand. And I'm hearing right now that they they meet up with us out of body again. They travel with us. I, I've often picked up that we're kind of like wolves. We, we travel in packs. We have soul packs. And animals are, of course, part of those packs. And of course, you know, there's all kinds of things going on. Nothing is really, you know, so... Um, How's the word? So so literal or linear. Linear, that's the word. Einstein likes to talk about that, that nothing is really linear. Everything is expanding. And of course it's expanding because our vibration is going up even as we're hugging our doggies, our animals, and crying and feeling like we can't move. And other days when we're out there marching around with them and having great fun, and they're introducing us to people and they're teaching us how to go for the joy again. Also, it's important to remember, Bill wants me to remind all of you, after Bill passed, he realized, oh, how he wished he could hug Patty and that she needed that physical contact. And so he realized that the dogs would be a wonderful, um, he's laughing, she perceived it as intrusion, um, but he thought it would be companionship that could lead her out the door and be a conduit to let her know when he's visiting while she's home. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Energy can take so many forms and, oh, it's so beautiful and so varied in terms of the communication. I have a dear friend who recently went to Hawaii and all she wanted to do was swim with the dolphins. And um, when she went out on a boat, they were hopping along right there. And it's so interesting. More and more is being, is, is being discovered about their communication and their brilliance. I had an interesting experience, something that actually even blew my mind, bold by it every time. Um, and sometimes experiences are outside of, like I said, anything that I could really imagine. Um, there was a healer that would come to town once in a while, and he would work out of different people's homes. And I was bringing a friend, and um, I don't think I was even meeting with him. But there were a couple of people I know, and we were hanging out outside while people were taking turns and meeting with this healer. And there was a swimming pool. And there was a woman there who talked about how she worked with dolphins and also the spirits of the dolphins. And I thought, well, that's cool, you know. But um, I didn't really have that much experience with that. And I'm open, but even I was thinking like, whoa, you know. And she said, you can actually call in their energy. 
So she stood at one end of the pool and in front of about 20 people, I kid you not, she, she just started talking and we saw the, the water at the far end start to stir a little bit. You know, nothing major, but this soft stirring, definitely not from the wind. The rest of the pool was calm, but there was a little bit of a ruffling. And really, this really happened. And then we saw forms take shape. And then coming from the far end of the pool, you they didn't look like dolphin bodies. I could not see their color. It just looked like water taking form, almost like watching a cartoon or something. But you know how you would think of a raindrop having form. You know, it. they took the form and they swam towards us. They literally and slowly, we all just stood there with our jaws hanging and they swam towards us and then the water just kind of riffled and they dissipated. And the woman who calls them forward was not surprised at all. Apparently she does this. And um, a couple of others had seen this already. The rest of us were looking at each other like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? It was was beyond, beyond. But it actually makes sense when you think of our out-of-body relatives and family, all the people we love out there, the ancestors, the masters, the dance masters, the music masters, the physicists, the doctors who are helping others. We'll have to talk about sometime how the mentorship comes in for doctors and different arts. That'll be a fun thing to talk about. But for the animals thinking about these dolphins and asking them to show up to support the healing that was going on in the house with the healer and for all of us that were watching, why not? Why are they different? Why are we talking about doggies and kitties and people? Why would they be different? So... My friend who was with me and saw this, and we were both rather incredulous at the whole thing. Again, I'm used to seeing things, but this blew me away. We went back to her house, and she has a pool. So we stood there, and we focused, and we focused. There's a little tiny, tiny, tiny ruffle. And really, a little tiny, tiny baby dolphin came swimming towards us and stopped at at the end of the pool. Just, it felt like it was communing with us and then dissipated. And, you know, I haven't really thought about it a whole, whole, whole lot. I mean, I think about it in wonder. Um, I think part of the reason, I've been this way since I'm a kid. I think part of the reason, um, well, I, I love channeling, but I, I don't force it. If something is is shown to me, I, I'm not jumping up and down and trying to pull teeth to try and get more or try to, I I figure, I always feel like I'm a little puzzle. And so pieces come down. I always loved doing uh, jigsaw puzzles with my mom when I was a kid. And I picture a piece coming down and floating down and hovering and turning this way and turning that way and floating down and just fitting in. And then when it fits in, it feels like the next piece comes floating down and I'll learn something else. And it isn't that I'm afraid of it, but I think I'm so humbled by it. And I'm in such wonder at each thing that they show me that it takes time to just, um, you know, the mind is, is, gets pretty excited. But I try not to have these things repeated from my mind, think about it and have it happen. These are spontaneous things that happen with the heart and Again, there's so many ways. Well, let's talk about that. What are the ways we can induce and bring in 
these experiences. So I had a new experience with a whole bunch of other people. And then we went to uh, the friend's house and we asked to bring it in. We didn't work too hard. To be quite honest, I, I was not um, really expecting any, anything, which is kind of funny and just goes to show you that all of us can let our brain get in the way. Why would, why would it seem incredulous to me that it, that it should be a dolphin? They're absolutely brilliant. We know that sometimes we just have to bump out just the parameters of our own mind in terms of what we've been taught. Why, why shouldn't there be out-of-body dolphins swimming around and looking to help us? I think there are. It makes me think also of the hummingbirds and the bumblebees and even the squirrels. One little boy talked about he lived in New York and um, he would bring, he, in the winter, other than pigeons, he said, of course, but whenever his mom was out, he would try and bring a critter to let her know that he was around and he said he made friends with a few squirrels. You know, all of these animals, they have their time in body, they have their time out of body. And while they're out of body, they're learning, they're growing, they're expanding, and they're teaching each other and us. And they're supporting their their soul animal pals who are out here, in here. You know, maybe out of body, they think of us as being way out here in our bodies. Again, we're only divided by a vibrational level. That is the only thing that divides us. They are just as viable and they're here. Pretty frustrating when you want to brush the dog and take them out for a walk and hug your loved one. Yes, and that's why we grieve and need to. But spiritually, everybody's here. Everybody is accounted for. It's interesting. I have a dear friend who... Basically, her house, too, is also filled with, uh, right now, a couple of dogs and a couple of cats that have come in over the years that, um, at least with the dogs, I was fortunate enough to meet those dogs before they went out of body, and now they've come back in, and they're siblings now for my friend, and it's interesting, their two personalities are so much like the animals that went out of body, but it's interesting, she... um, she, she would take the dogs to the park, and twice now, she would, this is the second time this has happened, she would discover a kitten. One time there was a kitten all by itself, and she brought that kitten home, and there were a bunch of us at the house that day, and that little tiny kitten, I mean, it must not have been more than five weeks old. It, it needed to be fed from a dropper. It looked at all of us, little group of ladies hanging out in the living room, went in the center of the room, turned and looked at all of us, then turned and looked at my friend in her eyes, curled up and went to sleep, happy as can be. That little kitty had just been alone in the woods. It wasn't worried anymore. It had found home. And it's extremely happy. And a few years have gone by, and not too, too long ago, just somewhere this past year, she was with her dogs and um, in the park, and there was a basket of kittens, no mama, just kittens. And another mother came up with um, a couple of kids in tow and found these abandoned kittens. And oh my goodness, who would do this, these poor kittens? And she knew she could find a home for them. But one of them scrambled right over to my friend, looked her in the eyes, climbed up and tucked its little head into her neck. And of course, that little kitty went home with my friend. A little while later, as the kitty was acclimating and snuggled up next to her and they were taking a nap, 
My friend had a vision of when she was younger. She grew up on a ranch, and it was a very busy ranch, and there were a lot of adults doing a lot of adult things. And um, she was she was she came she came along a little later for the parents, and so she spent a lot of her time uh, dodging the adults and hanging out in the barn with the animals. And she jokes that the animals helped bring her up. What she talks about is one of the deepest bonding sensations she ever had in this lifetime is that there was a, a cat out there, one of the barn cats, and it found a little hideaway in the hay and it had a litter of kitties. And my friend was a little girl at that time, pretty small, four or five years old. And she watched how the mama cat took, took care of those little baby kitties and she slowly took a chance, and she crawled into that crevice and curled up with them. And the mama kitty accepted her. And she basically spent a lot of her time getting nurtured while the adults were out there doing whatever they were doing and whatever they were doing out on the ranch. She was tucked away in this little secret hideaway with a mama kitty learning about mothering learning about how mom is nurture and drinking in that nurturing. And then, you know, now she's, she's, you know, almost 70 years have gone by. And she brought that second kitty home and she's having a little nap and she's waking up and she's just watching that kitty. And all of a sudden, she got a flash. She got a flash and she realized something. That little kitty always smelled like hay. From the day she found her, that cat smelled like hay. There's no hay on my friend's premises. It was the first time she had smelled the hay, the exact same smell that she recalled when she was a little girl in the barn with the mama kitty and those babies. And she drank it in, and she got very emotional. And that kitty was, that little baby kitty was just laying there next to her sleeping. And she had a flood of memories. And so she did not say this out loud, but telepathically to the kitty, she said, Are you that mama kitty? Can it be? Can it be? And without opening her eyes, that kitty reached out and put her paw in the center of my friend's forehead. That was the affirmation. Our loved ones come in body, they come out of body. Our loved animals, they come in body, they go out of body. They may be past, and yet they're present. And our animals, they might come back for another go-around with us. They might come back for a few more. You might want to, if you're in the market of, of inviting them in, talk to them telepathically or with words or just with emotions. They'll get it. I can feel it, but it, it all comes in on energy, on a wave of energy. I'll feel them. I'll see what they're seeing. I'll feel what they're feeling. I can feel in my body. It's weird to feel you have a tail that's wagging when you've never had a tail in this lifetime. It's pretty cool. So they don't usually do it with words because energy is their language and love is their language. So talk to them with your energy, with your love. Picture them who they were before if you didn't have an animal before and you love an animal companion to come in. Talk, talk to them. Invite them. 
Ask them, if they have been your companions before, how they would like to change. I have one very dear friend whose out-of-body dog talked about how he was so well-loved, so well-loved, but when he would go out for a walk, he would turn and pick up his big, giant French bulldog head with a big underbite, underbite and, and drippy eyes and drippy jowls and, and grin his happy grin, with, with, which was up on one side with that canine tooth showing, and he'd frighten children. And he didn't like that. He really wanted to lick them and be happy. So he told his person, I'd like to come back as a really cute dog that doesn't scare the kids. I know they like me, but I didn't like that when they would, a couple of times kids cried and ran away. So they know, they're so conscious. Meet them with your heart. Ask them what they'd like. Tell them what you'd like in whatever way you'd like. And in the same way that it's translated for me if I need words in the trans, in, you know, when I'm channeling, the translators are there, the guides are there. There are guides helping us, helping us people with people, animals with animals, and animals with people. There are translators there. We get help with all of it. The divine language is love. Our animals might be past, but they're present, but they're always loving us. If we want to have a go-around where we're able to hug them and love them back, invite them, and then invite, well, your gang out there, your posse, your loved ones out there, your guides. Ask them how they want to go about it. Don't work too hard with your mind. You don't need to be specific. Talk about love, and you know what? Maybe the friend who brings them in, maybe the picture you see, Look and see how creative it is when they bring in all those beautiful signs to unite you, reunite you, bring you together. And know that's happening on all levels, with our animals and with all our loved ones. Because they're with us and loving us as we love them. And always the love continues. Thank you for sharing this energy and space. Together we collaborate raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at marilyncapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.